Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about Season 1 and Season 2 of The Order, Netflix's original Netflix series. And, of course, this is going to be a non-spoiler review, so you don't have to worry about shutting off this podcast, wondering if this is a spoiler review or anything like that. This is going to be a non-spoiler review. hope that you guys sit back and relax and enjoy this. But before I get into that, there is one thing I want to talk about. I'm going to clean house a little bit, and that is the fact that I signed up for Buy Me a Coffee, and what Buy Me a Coffee does is it allows me to let my fans donate money towards the show to keep the lights on. Also, too, it also allows me to do giveaways for contests and stuff like that, too. And I actually want to start doing a Patreon as well. So the way I can actually put out a little bit of episodes early. So I might actually do like a $1 Patreon or something like that in the future to, do, uh, to actually give my fans a little bit of something else to listen to before everybody else does. Now... What Buy Me A Coffee is, is you guys can go on ahead, go to buymeacoffee.com slash unite, and like I said, it just goes on ahead, you can just go on ahead and donate me a couple cups of coffee or a pizza or whatever, and you can go on from there. And not only that, but it also helps me with equipment, getting better equipment for the YouTube channel and also the podcast as well, because there is a couple of upgrades that I do want to do, and if you want better sound quality, if you want better stuff, don't hesitate, go on ahead and donate towards the show if you want to you don't have to but i would greatly appreciate it if you were able to but i understand during this pandemic it's actually harder to actually do something like that so don't worry about it if you can't do it so without further ado let's go on ahead and get into this whole entire review so basically the order is about this secret organization in this college called the blue rose order and Jack Morton is actually seeking revenge on the Blues Rose Order because the Blues Rose Order actually killed Jack Morton's mom. And the grandfather's actually seeking revenge on the Blue Rose as well because they killed his daughter, so which is also Jack's mother. So you have a revenge plot. And it's and not only that, but Jack has been training for this all his life to actually take down the Order of the Blue Rose and everything. The grandfather also taught him the history of the college, taught him that the Blue Rose does in fact exist. And I'm going to get into why I said does in fact exist in a few minutes. But, you know, I love the whole, that whole entire thing because I love revenge plots. I, as long as they're actually built really well on TV series or movies stuff like that, and the motivation is there for the character and you can actually believe it, I'm sold on it. So I put my little checkbox, and I really have to say I really enjoyed, enjoyed that a lot. So anyways, 
he gets into the college, of course, he gets accepted into the college, and he's looking for the Blue Rose, and all these other sororities and everything is actually wanting Jack, but he keeps on declining some of the sororities and stuff. And so, anyways, some he keeps on asking people, what about this Blue Rose sorority? Um, and they're like, there's no such thing as the Blue Rose order. There's no such thing as that. And he knows that there's a such thing as that. And everybody thinks that it's just a fake Fogazi kind of thing where, as a matter of fact, we don't know what Fogazi means. It means that it's fake. It's not real. And some of, them, some of them are even thinking it's just a myth that's just a rumor around college and everything. And I love that whole entire mystery element is, okay, did Jack's grandfather just gave him some BS about the order? Is this, or is there something more behind the story than what his grandfather is actually telling him? So I like that whole entire concept of the little bit of a mystery behind the plot motivation and everything too. And then also when Jack is actually going around the college, he actually meets a girl named Alyssa, Alyssa Drake. And Alyssa Drake is actually giving a tour of the college and he actually winds up giving the tour and everything, which I thought was hilarious because he pretty much snatches the whole entire tour away from her because he actually knows the history of the college. And there's even a building that Jack knows about that Alyssa doesn't, about the years that it was built and all that. And so anyways, I'm going to be skipping a little bit because I don't want to give out spoilers, but Jack does wind up finding the Order of the Blue Rose. He does get initiated in, but the reason why people don't know anything about the Order of the Blue Rose. Let's say, for instance, that you want to join the Order of the Blue Rose. They actually give you a Blue Rose and get in, but then it's a sorority, right? So, basically, if you don't get accepted in, they you go into the woods and what they'll do is they'll blow this dust at you. And then the only thing that you'll remember is your name. You'll remember your classes, your parents and stuff like that, but you not you will not remember the Order of the Blue Rose because the Order of the Blue Rose will only tell you what your memory can actually remember up to a certain point. So I actually like that element of why people don't know what the Blue Order is, if it exists or anything like that. And I like that concept <clears throat> with that. And then of course I also liked this is another thing that I like. I like the chemistry between Alyssa Drake and Jack Morton. I thought their chemistry was really good for season one. And you can definitely tell that they were actually going for the romantic uh, the romantic side between him and her. But there's also tension between him and her as it plays out through the whole entire season to where they can't be together. But they know that they want to be with each other. But they're on completely different sides. And I'm going to get to that in a few minutes. And I'm not going to say why she can't be with him. And I'm not going to say why. Uh, exactly, he can't be with her, but there's a lot of tension built up between them two. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get into this other thing now, where he actually meets the Knights of St. Christopher. The Knights of St. Christopher is actually people that are actually trying to protect people against the Order and put the end to magic, and that's actually what the Blue Order is. It's this warlock, witchcraft uh, type of thing, and they're actually trying to put an end to to the magic. And what I loved about this, though, too, is there's werewolves in this. And the Knights of St. Christopher are, in fact, werewolves. And that's actually the rivalry between the two of them. 
the Order does not like the werewolves. The werewolves does not like uh, the Order or the Blue Rose or anything like that. They actually want to stop the Blue Rose. And this is actually perfect motivation for Jack to actually play both sides. Now he's actually a double agent in this whole entire thing. Now, if you're wondering how does he become a werewolf or anything like that, they actually have the werewolf hides in this in this old ancient chest. And basically, the hide will actually pick out who they want to latch onto. So Silverback was actually Jack's werewolf that actually latches onto Jack. And now Jack actually has to try to learn to adapt as a werewolf on campus. I know that sounds kind of funny coming from that, but I really liked how they actually were able to do that. And, you know, when he's in this college dorm, he's actually trying to fight the werewolf inside of him because he's not used to the, to the abilities or anything like that that he actually has. So he's trying to slow down his heart rate. He's trying to control his emotions. He's trying to not let Silver back out of his, out of his box, pretty much. Because that's that fight within himself. So I really like that part. Also, too, I just want to mention this. This show knows what it is. It knows that this is gravitated towards teenagers. And even though this is gravitated towards teenagers in a 2020 world kind of culture and everything, I just want to say the show is well-written. But you can definitely tell that the budget is not top par. Like, the CGI is kind of off, especially with the werewolves. But... It actually works for season one because it's a lower budget. Season two, they gave them a, gave them a lot a bigger budget, which is why the CGI looks a lot better. And also, too, they actually gave the actors and actresses a lot more to do, so that's also a plus. Also, too, I actually had a fanboy moment in this show as well because the actor that plays Sam Rolot from True Blood, and as a matter of fact, Sam Rolot was the actor who plays Sam Rolot was actually on Dexter for temporarily because he was actually one of the people that um, Dexter actually kills. But it made me fanboy because of the fact that I'm like, okay, this this is actually going to be a great season. But then I also realized, do not get attached to any of the characters in this season. And I love the chemistry between Jack and his character because he actually plays a college professor and you can definitely tell there's that connection between student and and his professor. And I love that chemistry between the two of them. But with the Knights of St. Christopher, and I forgot to mention this too, is the fact that the Knights of St. Christopher can actually hear when someone's doing magic. So it sounds like a dog whistle. It sounds like a little, um, it sounds like a little uh, chime that actually goes, that plays as they actually hear the magic. So that's actually how I'm explaining it. There's a little chime that actually happens. And they're like, oh, someone's using magic. So I like that concept. Then also, too, they actually do discover that Jack is, in fact, uh, being a double agent. And at that point in time, they really don't trust him as much. As a matter of fact, Lilith, for me, was the most annoying character out of the season, aside from... One of the other characters from The Order, and I'm going to get to her in a few minutes. But let me just talk about some of the characters from The Knights of St. Christopher. You actually have The Knights of St. Christopher. Amish Duke is this character's name, and I really like this, his character. He's probably the most level-headed of them all at that time in the season. 
And it's like, if something goes wrong, if something winds up happening, he's like, let's, let, let me go on, go on ahead and get a drink while we strategize. And next thing you know it, they're all drinking and, and stuff like that. I really love Amish, uh, Amish Duke. And then of course I like, uh, Lilith. I, I mean, not Lilith, but Adam as well. Adam is just one of those guys that is just hilarious because he has this personality where he's just there to party. He's actually the comedic part of the Knights of St. Christopher. He just wants to be everybody's friend and he actually wants to accept people for who they are. Lilith doesn't trust anybody like I mentioned before. She's probably the most annoying character in the show and... She's very one layer, and when whenever somebody's very one layer for me, and I don't mind people fighting, but every single time when you turn around, she wants to fight somebody. I'm like, is there anything else that you're going to do with her character other than the fact that she doesn't trust anybody and that she also wants to fight every time that you turn around? So, and I understand that's also part of the werewolf that's inside of her, but still, I've wanted a little bit more from her, and I actually liked her in season two. Versus season one. But overall, you know, I think that she's a good... The person that's playing Lilith is doing a really good job of playing that character. It's just that one little thing where I feel like it's like a paint-by-the-numbers kind of a character where we had before. And I'm like, okay, this is what they're giving us for that. I'm like, okay, not a problem. I'll deal with it. I'll still watch the show. It's not going to take me out of the show or anything like that. But, you know... And like I said, Adam DeMarco is actually the other guy who just wants to accept people for who they are. He trusts people and he trusts Jack. And, you know, Lilith is like, really? You trust him? He goes, yeah, I trust him. And then Amish, uh, Amish is actually trusting uh, Jack little by little as well. So it's like two against one and Lilith is like, okay. So she goes off and gets mad and everything and walks away. But she's still around, and she's still part of the St. Saint Christopher's and everything, too. But I really like the fact that you have werewolves that's actually trying to stop magic and have balance between between that as well. And it also gives uh, Jack motivation. Now, there is a main villain in this whole entire series, and that is a villain named Max. Max is actually after this ancient book. And this ancient book... As actually something that is very dangerous for them to, for the order to even have, and basically, it's up now. It's up to the werewolves and the order to try and stop Max from actually having this book. But you know, I for Max and everything, he's a college professor, of course. It's a very one layer character. There's not really much to him. Or anything like that. And I understand what they're going for in this. It's like a college professor. And he also works for the Order. But at the same time. It it works but it doesn't work. It actually feels like. It's a very paint by the numbers kind of character. Just like I mentioned before about Lilith. But the motivation po- point is really good. The motivation behind his reasoning. For wanting this book is really good. And I don't want to get into that part. But as far as the delivery. As far as him going on ahead and being someone that actually smiles during the daytime and then at night he's a totally different person 
I still feel like he's kind of he's really snarky even inside the classrooms as well. That this guy is very shady, shady and he shouldn't be trusted. So, I really wanted something more to where you can actually be surprised that he's actually part of the order and he actually hides his uh, true self from his students. And for me, I just didn't. I just didn't feel that. I didn't feel like he hid himself too, uh, too well with the students or anything like that. But that's just me and my perspective on it. But, you know, like I said before, there is another annoying character in this in this uh, as well. And that's Gabrielle Dupree. And Gabrielle is such an annoying character in the order. Like, there is this truth glove when they're trying to look and find out who's a werewolf and who isn't. And... Or has been associated with vamp- uh, with werewolves, and she actually goes on the verge of actually torturing someone, and with this glove, and it even goes dark too dark for the order, and the order actually has to tell her, "Look, you have to control your emotions. You have to stop doing this. You're actually not helping anything. You're going to wind up killing this person because you're torturing this person with this glove." As a matter of fact, they end up taking the glove away from her. And everything, and I like that whole entire thing. Yeah, they're this order is supposed to be bad, but yet at the same time, they're actually trying to tell train their pe- uh, the people that they have. Look, there's certain lines that you cross, and you don't cross that kind of line. So I really have to say that was actually a pretty cool thing that they actually did. And then by the time it wraps up, it wrapped up pretty well. I didn't feel like that it ended too quickly or anything like that. But you can definitely tell that there is tension between Jack and Alyssa, like I mentioned before, because of that whole entire division between the werewolves and the Order. So if you haven't seen season one or anything like that, I strongly recommend that you guys check out season one because I did have a blast watching season one. And like I mentioned before, you're going to wind up seeing the CGI might be a little off. The characters might not be fully developed or anything like that, maybe because of the budget or maybe because of the fact that they are not sure how far it was actually going to go. So, there's that. And then also, in Season 2 now, I'm going to get to that. Jack wakes up, but he's and but this time, he wakes up in the middle of the night. And he has a dream about everything that happened from Season 1. From meeting Alyssa, from meeting um, with Max, and also 2... He also, uh, whenever they actually stop Max and everything, he has a dream about that. But he's with he's actually with the annoying character. <laughs> he's actually with one of the most annoying characters that I found in the Order, and that is Gabrielle Dupree. And his hair is dyed uh, blonde. He does not like cheerleaders. Uh, blonde, not well. He likes cheerleaders, but he does not like. Blondes. He thinks that they're all stuck up because that's actually what Alyssa, um, what Gabrielle actually imprinted into his brain whenever she blew that dust into him. And all he knows is, number one, he's Jack Morton. He knows his classes and now he's into cheerleading because that's what she told him that he was into. And of course, she also died as here. And also, too, I did not like the blonde hair on him. I'll be honest with you. The blonde hair was like... It was, like, really bad. It was, like, 1990s bad when everybody wanted to frost their hair. Kind of bad. That's how bad it was. But 
I thought the whole entire setup for that was really good. Not only that, but now the Order actually wants to go on ahead and keep tabs on the werewolves. And not only keep tabs on the werewolves, but keep them under their own domain domain as well. So now you have the werewolves working for the Order, which is actually a big no-no because the werewolves don't want to even work with the Order or anything like that. And then, you know, there's actually some things too where... Their, their memories keep coming back, but every single time their memories keep coming back, they get wiped out because of the order not wanting them to remember anything that had happened. And then, you know, they forget that there's actually two beings inside of them. There's the werewolf, and then there's the human side. The werewolf actually remembers things, so that's why they're actually quickly to remember stuff as opposed to just a regular human. So I like that aspect where, you know, you have the werewolves actually remembering stuff and helping them remember stuff and so there's that part then of course i forgot to mention this too in the knights of saint christopher they actually have these ancient artifacts and stuff like that inside of their house and i really love that because it actually shows their backstory a little bit as far as the artifacts go and how long they've actually been doing this over periods of time and how much they have been trying to protect people against the order so i really appreciated that in season one in season two their artifacts get taken away from the order. And also, too, you're also wondering if they're even going to get their memories back. What's going to happen there? What's the plot motivation for Season 2, if you want to know? Basically, the apocalypse. And they're trying to stop the apocalypse from actually happening. And there's actually this other person who's actually practicing witchcraft and actually putting it on YouTube. And things like that. And killing other people. So... There's that little mystery element of who's actually doing that. And there's the apocalypse thing that's the main plot of this whole entire thing through the season. And there's still that tension between Alyssa and Jack as well. And they do wind up getting their memories back. I'm not going to tell you how they get their memories back. I'm not going to tell you that. But when they come back into their house they and everything, all their stuff is gone. And they know that the Order has done it, but now they're playing stupid with the Order so that way they can get their stuff back. And they have their memories back, they know who they are and everything, but they're acting like they don't have their memories. So I like that aspect of how they're actually playing with the Order on that part. But the main plot line is really good. It's not a revenge plot like on Season 1 or anything like that. I appreciate the fact that they didn't do any rehashing from Season 1 or anything like that. The CGI, as far as the magic goes, is really great compared to where Season 1 was because of the fact the budget was just not there at that time. But with Season 2, you can definitely tell that the CGI and the effects is better. And also, two characters are actually better fleshed out. I actually like Lilith now because there's actually a certain thing that actually happens in this series to her that I really liked. And not only that, but I also feel bad for Adam because Adam really fell in love with uh, with Lilith and everything. and But that actually got snatched away from him because of the fact what the Order did and wiped out her memory. So now, and then she winds up with somebody else in the Order. And everybody that, um, and basically everybody has a buddy, <laughs> if you think about it, if you put it into that kind of context, where since they don't trust the werewolves, Everybody is, those people are actually paired up with somebody in the order so that, to make sure that they don't remember. So I, li I like that aspect as well. 
And then also, too, there's a lot of tension between Alyssa and Jack. And that is the fact that Alyssa is actually turning. She's actually turning into someone that I didn't think that was actually going to be turning into or anything like that. Where she wants her to be her own being. She doesn't want to be part of the order anymore that much. She's doing a lot of flippy floppity stuff where she's flip-flopping um, between things where she doesn't know where she wants to be at and everything. But once she makes her final decision, she's she's hell on wheels. Let me just tell you this. And I I actually understood the motivation behind her and why people would actually think that she was annoying this season. But I didn't find her that annoying or anything like that. I actually found that they actually developed her character better. I found that... Excuse me. Matter of fact, I found that um, they actually developed Lilith's character better. As for Gabrielle Dupree, I still find her annoying. I still don't like her character. I don't like her at all. She's very stuck up in her ways and everything. But Adam seems to like her. Of course, <laughs> you know. But, you know, I just don't... I just didn't care for her character at all this season. But... There are a lot of things that actually happen within this season that I really like. And that is the fact that there is a, the plot motivation behind season two, which is the apocalypse. And also there's also someone on campus that's actually killing people with their magic. And then, of course, there's also the mystery element of when are they going to get their memories back, if they're going to get their memories back at all. And I know that I said that they actually get their memories back, but I didn't say how they got their memories back. But there's that little bit of mystery element on how many episodes before they actually get their memories back. So I'm glad that they actually did that. And then, of course, there's actually a, there's actually demons in this show now. It introduces you to a lot of stuff that they didn't introduce us to within this world in the first season. So if you guys want to check out the Order on Netflix. I strongly recommend that you guys actually check out The Order. I had a lot of fun watching this show. But matter of fact, this actually kind of, kind of feels like a Dungeons and Dragons kind of vibe that you actually get from it. Like if if they were actually if you were actually going to do a campaign built around a college and there was actually a Order of the Blue Rose kind of sorority type of thing and you wanted to go ahead and stop the Blue Rose, you can either be a werewolf or you can be someone that actually practices witchcraft. You, you can set it up that way. And that's what I got from this. I got season two, I felt like, was a Dungeons and Dragons kind of episode where you're trying to stop the apocalypse. You're trying to stop um, somebody from doing harm to others with magic and having that balance between uh, the werewolves and also the order. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. So, if you haven't seen The Order, check it out. It's on Netflix now. It's streaming, of course. So, tell me what you guys think about The Order. Go on ahead. Tell me what you think. Also, too, please hit that subscribe button. I'm actually doing a uh, YouTube video later on, probably on The Old Guard. I might actually do that instead of a podcast episode. So, you can actually check that out at Movie Lovers Unite on, on the YouTube channel. I have that up and going now, and I'm so happy that I'm able to do YouTube videos again. So anyways, go on ahead, hit that subscribe button, share this with everybody amongst your friends, and always until next time, bye-bye.